Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. The Savachi syndrome, I'm telling you, I'm like, well, holy shit, that was crazy. Wait for it. Thick and slick. <laughs> another episode of the Moto Aftermath show presented by TLR Coatings. We are here back in the studio corner hanging out wrapping up basically the entire 2021 uh, motocross outdoor season. We're gonna get in some silly season stuff. We're wrapping up the last round Paula. We're talking championships. We're talking the future. We're talking pretty much everything here on this show. Here with the usual co-host washed up A-Rider Cole and washed up Privateer mechanic Justin. What the fuck? So what are you washed up in? Washed up stunt rider? I'm a never I'm a never was uh motocross racer. He's a washed up stunt rider. Yeah, you can say that. Well yeah, we could say that too. Just question how are you in shorts, man? Why am I in shorts? No, I said how are you in shorts? You're not cold? No. I did a bunch of crack and then after all that, that rain outside. Yes, uh, I was wondering, did you just like run before this? Did you go do on a run? Get your fucking heart. No, out? man, I've worked out. I got the full uh, the full riding hour training facility fucking gym in the basement, ready uh, to go. So uh, did you just work out before this? Like yeah. Oh, okay, I was about oh, to say yeah. I don't know how the fuck. Yeah, a whole bunch of crack. Off the rails quick. What? Off the rails quick. quick. Just that, just that fast. We were. I was just asking a question. I was doing the intro. I was just harder. Good, and then boom. I was just hard right. At Albuquerque. Um, so anyway, thanks for tuning in. Make sure to follow us on all the major social media networks here. We got lots of content coming up, including make sure to follow our podcast channel on iTunes and SoundCloud. Um, you can follow us on Facebook. I post the uh, podcast on there too. We did our first, we'll call it official podcast, where it wasn't just ripping the audio from the video. It was actually just a phone call that the three of us had talking about fantasy. We will do another one this week, kind of wrapping up our whole fantasy year. We are going to talk some fantasy here because we always do. Um, sound will be better next time. Yeah, the sound will be yeah, better we next time. Yeah, definitely got boned on the sound. That was our that was our first uh, that was our first heat race, and we definitely didn't tighten down some. We're bolts. definitely going to the LCQ. Yeah, we're, def we're definitely in the LCQ, but it will be better. If it sounds kind of funky right now, that's because we are in a metal building and it is raining cats and dogs outside. Uh, so yeah, it sounds like pellets hitting the building at all times. Um, anyway, like I said, follow us on all the social. Were you tweeting this weekend? Uh, yeah, so we'll get into that a little bit. Uh, I was Were trying... you in a Twitter war with someone? No, uh, so I wasn't able it. to a lot on the actual race day, and I was unable to update my picks, which boned me hard. Well, I would have known. We'll get into that. But uh, I was trying to reclaim my Dick Street Pit bike money moto lose a crown that I won last year. Who won? I just start in the back row and I passed the guy on the last lap and then got put into a tree and lost. Sick. Oh, you guys are aggressive over there, Dick Street. I almost got that. I almost got the track done. I, I, I <laughs> he blew his load on me and I hit a tree. Wow, that's awkward as hell. And then okay. Went home, came home from the dick hole, second place guy. So we're gonna come back next year. Travis is gonna be there. Gonna, we're uh, having a race here, bro. My buddy, my buddy Nick Dolby, actually, he rode a, a borrow pit bike there and went to Indonesia so hard, dude. <laughs> go to go to Statler Boys Official on Instagram plug. There's a 
uh, an epic picture of him just going over the bars, and it, it's pretty good. So. Wow. Okay. Um, so anyway, yes, we will have, uh, like I said, make sure to follow the podcast too, because we will have some good content coming out from there. Uh, interviews. Interviews are going to be a big thing. I have some stuff in the works here, so we'll get some uh, get some phone interviews with some actual riders. We were supposed to have another co-host here, however, he kind of got tied up with work, so he couldn't make it. Real life. Hashtag real life. Um, anyway, so, moving on. Final round of the season. Fantasy. We play mm. fantasy on Pulp Mix Fantasy. Mm. We have a league, Moto Aftermath Show League. We will have a big prize league next year. Mm. What did I call it? The Moto Aftermath Champions Cup or something like that. It was something gay. So we're, it was something. Oh, we, sorry, that was a little. We will. What did you do? That was not. I said gay, and people are probably going to get mad at PC, me. PC, bro. The Glory Cup. The Glory. That's what we should call it. The Glory Gold Cup? I have to. No, just the Glory Cup. God damn it. Oh, man. Three dudes, one cup, or what? <laughs> All right, going off the rails again. <laughs> God. Oh, we're terrible. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, so we play we play fantasy on Pulp of X Fantasy. Last round, our boy Matt Mitchell, um, who hopefully will be on the podcast this week when we do it, which actually we can't do it Thursday because he plays hockey Thursday, so we got to do a different night so we can talk to him on the phone too. He uh, he actually dominated. Is he Conor Rider? Yeah. Okay. He do- he's number seventy overall in mm. all of Pulp of X Fantasy. Pretty good. So he's going to have a national number next year. I'm definitely doing an industry idiots next year, but I need to recoup some money. I Well, I actually won money. Check out the podcast for that update oh, here. Fun. You guys owe me money, so that's great. You owe me money, too. You guys owe me money, and I had a terrible fucking day at, at So fantasy. just take that money that you... <laughs> so the money you owe me, mm-hmm. just take five out of that and give it to Travis. So basically, you owe me... So you 10. owe me 15 bucks. And then you owe him 15 bucks. Yeah, we'll just call it that way. That's an expensive night. Yeah, that's rough, dude. That's okay. Whatever. Everybody loses sometimes. I was honestly amazed I won. Anyway, um, so getting into the fantasy picks here. Me too. Basically, when we did the podcast, I picked my team. I never changed it, and it bit me hard in the ass. So let's Same. get started here. Uh, starting with 250 riders. Had Stank Dog, Jared Steinke, uh, scored me 74 points. That was absolutely great. And then I started getting bit in the ass. Mitchell Folk, DNF, DNF. Yeah, good thing I took him a week before. <laughs> Zero. Hunter Lawrence, DNS, DNS. Zero. That's where I got boned. I was pit biking, didn't look at the. Dude, I didn't know. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. You it know where it was on? It didn't come out until like the ten minutes before the first model. Yeah, you want to know where it was? Twitter. Which I don't look at Twitter. I do. I was so, good. I was glad. I actually, uh, I was fucking homesick that day, so I actually got to look at all the shit. And, did you get that Rona or what? Um, and I actually looked at the Twitter, and uh, like two of the guys that I had, had picked were on that list, and I'm like, oh, thank God, because Norn was one of them. Oh yeah. I'm like oh yeah, broken kneecap. I was yep. like, oh, glad I didn't, uh, you know. Um, and then Justin Cooper, uh, he wins, and then DNS. Well, we're gonna talk about that DNS in a second. Yeah, so there's some conspiracy shit. So, so like I said, (laughs) super hard in the 250 class. Now, the 450s, we had a much better day. Isaac Teasdale, 72 points, Mm -hmm. solid. Tyler Bowers, little eh, 40 points, but still okay, better than a zero. Matt Hubert, 100 points, solid, Mm -hmm. solid. 
And then Chase Sexton got me the 50 points. So overall, for the day, I scored 361 points, which is absolutely pathetic. Yep. Which one of you would like to go first? I'll go first. So I had 411 points, and I took Hunter Lawrence, and that was a big kick in the dick. So I should have at least, what'd you get? Four or something? Yeah, four or something. 470? No, 482. Okay, I would have been up in there if I would have picked somebody. Um, so I had Stank Dog at Dog as well at 74. Cooper Pooper, 25 as well. So that kind of, that's 25 on the table. Yep. Um, Hunter Lawrence, zero. That's a whole, that's a whole meal on the table. Yeah. Um, and then I went Nate Thrasher, 72. So pretty solid. Um, and I went Justin Rodbell, 58. That's pretty solid. Yep. Um, Tyler Bowers at 40, another solid pick. He would have had a lot more than that if he wouldn't have bike issues at first moto. Bowers? Yeah, he had bike issues. Okay. I don't know what he did, but he had bike um, issues. Brock Tickle, my pickle, 62. By the way, his second moto, crazy. 30th. His second, but he was looking really good, yeah. and then he went down, and then got back to where he was. Eli did kill him. Yeah, um, and then Christian Craig, 50. Ooh, so, I want to talk about him, too. Anyways, yeah, we'll talk about him. And I also went first lap leaders, and I got 30 Solid. points there. Yeah. So Solid. I went Cooper and Cinturillo. Okay. So I had 482. Uh, I picked Hartraft. He got me 72. Uh, Dylan Schwartz. He was making me nervous both motos because both motos he started off in 36th and 39th. I'm like, okay, here we go. It's going to just be a fucking great day. <laughs> uh, Jerry Robbins screwed me the most. He had a good first moto. Second moto, I don't know if he went down or he had bike issues. He only got me 40. And then Jack Lawrence got me a solid 50. Mm -hmm. The 450 class, I should have stuck with my gut. And then after seeing how practice went, I changed it, but they had high handicaps. Um, Bogle got me 68. Norn was going to be my pick. Who's the so Bogle saying? Bogle had a really good day. Isaac Teasdale was 72. I also had Bowers as well. And Christian Craig got me 50. So for the first time all year, both my All-Stars got me 50 points. But where I should have stuck with my gut, I had Robbie Wageman and Justin Hafton. And they both did good. And they both did good. And the reason why I didn't change them is because Robbie normally is a decent qualifier, qualified like 29th, and I'm like, okay. And then Hafton didn't even ride the second practice, so I'm like, oh, I don't know if he has issues or not. <laughs> but I did something that I said I was never going to do, and I also picked the first lap leaders. Mm -hmm. Justin Cooper wow. and AC got me a solid 30 points. I do AC the first moto, though. I was like, oh, you know, second moto. And then I'm glad that Cooper released it at the first moto because <laughs> I'd have been super fucking pissed. Um, so yeah, I rounded out with uh, 482 points, and after the first moto though in the 250s, I was sitting like, I think I was sitting like 82nd or something overall after the first. That's like moto. how many points? Actually, I had less points than that in yeah. the first moto. I so, can't yeah. wait until Supercross where I can just dedicate my day to Supercross. <laughs> it's winter. Shit. See, it's great for me because I'll at least be home by the time Supercross gets on, so I can watch practice and all that instead of. You know, like most of this outdoor Well, like most happened. all summer, this summer, I've just been busy all day on Saturday, and I don't have time to sit there. Yeah, I think all three of us just kind of pick shit and hope it goes through. But, like, for me, I pick it on Friday because I don't have time Saturday morning, so, you know. I mean, I watch everything all day on Saturday. Oh, you do? Yeah, which is actually day. a bit of a pain in the butt because there's just so much time you got to dedicate. By the time you watch hour I didn't think you were. I didn't think you'd be able to. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, wow. no, no, no. I structure my day guy. around that. Well, drives, drives my chicken insane, but I start super, my day around it. Supercross. <laughs> supercross. Supercross. Super definitely dedicate my day to And I'm taking more risks in Supercross. Supercross is much yeah. easier because you kind of so know when the big Deuce guys Deuce are going. No, I will not be picking Deuce Deuce or A-Ray ever because I would be really surprised how many mains they make this year. But they the 250s, the 250s, going all in on the big games. Okay. Going all in. Anyway. All right, great. Anything else for fantasy? No Where did you guys... 
Do you know your overall ranks? I don't even want to look. I don't know. I think I, I was, uh, what did I fucking get? I think it was like 680. Top 1,000. Yeah, I was like 684, I think. I don't think mine's going to load here, and it's going to be terrible anyway. I think it was like 664 or 684 overall rank. I mean, good for him. Where do you see that at? Good for you. You got to go to your, <laughs> you got to go to your main page. Good for you. Like dashboard? Yeah, your dashboard. Here we go. Just Let's see if it'll load here. Great radio. Yeah, luckily, just I'm just gonna look and hate myself. I have Sprint, so I'm not even gonna look. Yeah, mine's not gonna load. So, all right, cool. Yeah, mine was terrible. We'll just go. Anyways, I think my up. overall rank was like 664 or 684. So good not, for you, Matt not, Mitchell. Smashed us all. Oh, I know. He was like, I was 1907. Does he, he like? How does he go? Does he fucking? I don't know. We're gonna find to, out. He was trying to explain it to me the other day. Does he, maybe he does like, the one you were fucking talking the about. Yeah, the we're gonna excellent. find out. Because yeah, I can't, I cannot believe. I think that sometimes you can get lucky because, like I said, oh, he so, wasn't lucky. He had some. No, no. What I'm saying is, I think some guys can get lucky where you just pick something and just like, hey, have a good yeah. day or whatever. But I think a lot of these dudes that you see that have salad, they there's a fucking thing that they go about doing that. Well, he, random people like us don't fucking do. Well, he's got it figured out to like how many points the winner had each week, like on average. And he was like thirty points a week lower. Was all. See, that's the difference between like what we're doing and what guys like him and all these other fucking mm -hmm. people that get like high scores all the time is. We're just going off of knowledge and that's hey, right, this dude. is the handicap. If he wins these a bike, guys are getting awesome. all analytical. With it. That's what I mean. So like, that's why I think that like anytime one of us or any people that the way we do it get close to guys like that, I think it's a good day because we're not doing it that way. We're doing it by just off knowledge of the riders, their handicap. And how they're practicing. I'm going the last four weeks, I've just listened to the Pulp Max Fantasy show See, and then I never picked based on that. <laughs> I never, I never listened yeah, to the Pulp Max. Yeah, it looks like you did a good job for you. Yeah, you did great. Fuck you guys. All right. You didn't catch him though, did you? No, he finished behind me. Was it something about home? I wasn't fucking. <laughs> oh, oh. Can we get to the show? All right, dude. Is your take... background Stu? Yeah, it is. That's so wow. Stu, fucking Monster Cup 20, whatever the year you go about. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back, and we are going to talk a bunch of different 250 stuff. So we'll be back Yay. in just a couple seconds. Okay, here we go. 250, boys. Where do we want to Where do we want to start here? How about right on the first moto? Okay, can I say something? And this has nothing to do with the, has something to do with the racing, but not actually what happened. How funny is it that every year we all say at the end of outdoors, oh, the title's wrapped up or whatever points are where they're at and the race is just going to be amped. And this is like three straight years that the first 250 and 450 motos are some of the good. best ones we have. Yeah. Like, remember Crawfordsville last year? Mm -hmm. It's insane. That first 250 moto, was honestly, good. was one of the best of the year in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think I it's just funny that we always think that like, oh, the racing's going to suck. It was good. And it, it, it never is. And in 450 class, I mean, it gives... And it's always some guys that have never really had a spotlight the whole year. Yeah. So, because you got the big guys that are just, they expected a lot higher of themselves and they just shit the bet all season. And they usually just don't even ride the last round. Yeah. So, it gives some other guys some light. But that, that first 250 Which I'm going to shine on Christian Craig. Oh, dude, I was. How about, how about Golden Jet? It was good. I was so, Golden did you, did you Jet. Guys, did you guys see the, the butt patch? Yes. Cooper's? Yes. His dog? Eat yeah. the donut. Eat the yeah, donut. I see that. I see the picture. So, do you think you know Jess just staring at, Jeff's that, staring at that thing for like, laps, ah. going just pissed? I think that there's actually a little bit of uh, hatred there. I don't think that they really like. I mean, I think they fist bump. Well, I'm I, know. I think Jet has used it towards motivation, and look what it did for him. 
Yeah, he rolled great. He rolled great that yeah, first ball. Awesome, man. Dude, just the way he was hopping over bumps and wheeling over shit. Well, especially that one section before... The uh, finish line. Yeah, before that staircase section, that little double-double or whatever it was, where, like, Cooper was trying to manual through, and Jet was just double-doubling through it. Mm -hmm. Like, and then he'd square off the corner. Yeah, no, that, that first moto, I mean... I was a little worried that Jet was going to hit the wall at the end of the moto he did. because yeah. he kind of he kind of always he has this year that's been his one downfall. I was with you. I was nervous. I thought Dylan was well, going to. And hit. I was nervous too, but it looked like he had he had slowed down. A little. He really managed the race for a seventeen-year-old. That's yeah. pretty impressive. Yeah. He, uh, you could see where he had slowed down a little bit, and Dylan right got right to the back wheel, and I think like three to go, he put in a heater, pulled out a little bit, and you know he made it happen, which mm -hmm. was. Kind of a, a smack into Cooper's face, the whole industry's face, everything. So, well, as Weech said too, he's young enough. I mean, he could in the off season gain like ten percent, where everyone else makes these nominal gains of like one, two, three, five percent, whatever. He's young enough. He has way more on the ceiling. He could gain like a ten percent advantage in his speed I and bet skill. He was, he was gaining seven horse in that motor, huh? I bet he. I bet he wishes he was gaining some horsepower. Well, probably, <laughs> but. If he's winning on that thing. Can you imagine if he had more horsepower? Yeah, I was um, I was very impressed with the way he rode. Cooper rode really well. I mean, he he always has, but like, mm -hmm. it just I was really curious to see how hard Cooper was gonna push, knowing when he realized knowing that Jet was, was behind him and pushing him. You know, and they got a, they got a little bit into it going back across the start straight and even going to the mechanics area, you know, running each other wide or whatever. But what was it like the? I can't remember whatever French he caught up to, and I can't remember what, what corner it was. I think it was the left-hander before that little floater then in the uh, in the mechanics area. Frenchie's racecraft. I can't remember if it was a Cooper when he passed him, and they were floating to the outside, and Frenchie immediately went to the outside, not knowing that Cooper was behind him, and just shut the door on him completely. And I'm thinking, dude, for you to realize that he is where he was, and you could literally chop off the front end and not take yourself out. That was just impressive to me. Like I, I just you don't I see guys that. have that good a racecraft. He did it. He was literally within a wheel of clipping off his front end. But I was more surprised that they dropped J Mart in that first dropped moto. Bad. And how close J Mart like I mean dude, he was And then pushing. J Mart in the second moto, how good he looked? Yeah, I don't I still don't understand. Suspension clickers, bro. I don't get it. Two clicks this way and brand new bike. It, I agree with that though. I know. It's I do too. Wow. I, like I, I'm yeah. I suck. I don't even know how to dial stuff in, but I'm here to tell you when the suspension feels a little bit better, it's it's better. I mean, I, I don't know though. That was just that, that was such a weird day for J Mark because like at the 15 minute mark, he was pushing, and I actually thought he was going to get around Frenchy. Four one for second overall, man. I really thought he was going to get around Frenchy that first moto, and then I don't know what happened. He just dropped anchor. Just dropped anchor, which and away it went. And I don't even know if it was just getting him get him getting tired. I just think the pace. It's a, I don't know. He's going to look good. That number six is going to look good on a green bike, though. I know. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. But, yeah, I got a little bit more horsepower underneath him. Do you think that gives him a little step up? Yes. For... Yes. yes. Being a Honda guy through and through. But I think Mitchell proved enough times this year that that Kawasaki can still fucking get starts. Sure. Because, I mean, Mitchell got a lot of starts this yep. year. Yep. So, you put J-Mart on that bike, small, compact dude. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'll be a good program for him. That's going to be great for him because that's a serious program and he's a serious dude. And, yeah, and that's the thing is. And like, I just kind of think his demeanor, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but his, like, the way he approaches things, kind of like a joking matter, but mm -hmm. he'll still work hard, it is right up Mitch Payton's alley. Exactly. He'll get along really well. I was going to say the same thing. His work ethic, Mitch demands the best out of his guys. It's like a match made in heaven. Yeah. 
And, but Mitch can also joke around and have a good time. Yes, well, I mean, the stories of him fucking drinking beer and fucking doing the fires <laughs> that he does around his house. But, um, can we talk about that DNF, though? Or the DNS, the second so one? Is this going back to, like, the conspiracy theory that was going on with the Martin brothers when their bikes both blew up? Yeah, sure, let's talk about that DNS, the second one. I mean, what do you want to talk about with it, though? Have you heard something? I haven't heard anything, but I find it very interesting that that bike just all of a sudden lets go on the fucking parade lap. It was electrical, from what I understand. They always say that. Well, but from what I've heard, through through the grapevine, mostly through the thing it rides with Schmaltz MX. I can see that team being a dirt ass enough to where they go, hey, Cooper, you know, you were looking a little better than Frenchie in the first moto. So for anybody who doesn't know, and what there, what Cole's referring to with the whole Martin thing, yeah. back to 2016, when, and Cooper Cooper Webb, that is, didn't need any help. Cooper Webb was the top dog on that team. Had been for a year and a half at that point. He but, won the Super But Jeremy was making a push. Jeremy was making a push. Alex was riding the best he ever has. I mean, he got second in the points this year, that year, rode for us at MX of Nations. Come Millville, Jeremy and Alex don't even pit inside the semi. They pit on the backside of the semi. There was a lot of stuff going back and forth between them and Bobby Regan, and they were like, hey, you guys, you know, Cooper's our guy. And once again, Coop didn't need the okay. help. I heard Cooper was also doing a little spanky-spanky with well, one of them's ladies. Bone J. Mark's wife. Okay. So, yeah. Solid. Yeah. Well, you, Solid. you still married her, too, didn't you? We're not going to get into that. <laughs> but anyways, um, I don't know about that for sure, but I will just say that Star has done, I mean, they've, they've done some, some shady, shit. Well, look at the shit that was Supercross at the end of this year with Chase and all that shit. The, all yeah. the stuff going on. Well, yeah, they were making a, like, Webb was their guy, and they were making a push on him outdoors, and both of them bikes blow up on the same day. Yeah, I, I'm not claiming that, because I don't want to, I mean, not that anybody would watch the, in the know, but I don't want to ruffle anybody's fe- but Ruffle, Star does shady feathers, shit. baby. Star Ruffle Ruffle feathers. Star yeah, does some feathers. Get us known. Star does shady shit. They do. Bobby Regan is a he's a good dude. But you wouldn't he, happen to have some inside information on this, would you? Uh, no, I had some information. Well, you probably have some inside information on back in the day. Back in the Mitchell day, was underneath. Yes, that I do. Too. I have inside information as far as that goes. But right now, no. But what surprises me is the fact that if this asks, that's true. With Wilbur being the team manager, like I, I have a hard time seeing he'd be okay with that. I feel like he, but they better be paying him good because he's dealing with a lot of bullshit and making himself look like an ass. That's what I mean. Like I feel if that's actually happening, it's not coming from him. It's coming from Bobby Regan and all that. Because I can't see Will doing that. Like he's not that kind of guy. He's just not. Yeah. But I just find it very interesting that of all the bikes that are going to grenade on the fucking parade lap, grenade, electric, whatever. I would say, according, star, according to Cooper, it shut off and then wouldn't really I mean, when's the last time that Star's even had a DNF? I don't know. Exactly. They don't DNF. Mm-hmm. They don't. Well, okay, so the only thing I can point to, and again, this isn't the same scenario, uh, what was it, uh, uh, Loretta's 2, Shane stalled on that first lap there going through the rollers or whatever. And then, like, the bike wouldn't start there for a few seconds. But for me, that makes more but sense, then, though, because that's, that's water. That's always been a problem, remember? In well, Supercross yeah. to start. But for me, that makes more, that makes, that is more likely to happen being you get water in the electrical yeah. mat or whatever. But, like, talking about Paula, dry, yeah, but none of that shit. Yeah, but water and washing it between. Yeah, they could those, have, but I mean, those guys take so many precautions. My point is, is I just, I'm not. I, I mean, I'm not arguing with you. I just think it's very interesting. It happening. It's and, just, yeah, it's different. And even if that was the case, like, with all the way, with all the different electrical components we have nowadays, and the way the teams, the stuff that they have at their disposal in the mechanics area, if it's something like that, 
they would have had the parts there to like, hey, quick fix, mm -hmm. instead of just saying, oh, so, yeah. While on that topic, how do you feel about the camera being on Cooper just packing his shit and weaving? Well, I mean... Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. You guys know I don't like Justin Cooper, but I'd have done the same fucking thing. Oh, yeah. Why, uh, why are you there? Why, yeah. What is the point of him saying I mean, the there? only other thing that you would stick around for is if you have respect for your team and your teammates. But he does because he doesn't like Bill. So, he doesn't like yeah. Bill. Nah. But if you really want to be a good guy, suck it up. And, and yeah, and, but the thing is, I don't think I don't think Justin Cooper is a good guy. I think he's a dick. I don't think he's this... He's low-key an asshole. I think he is. I really do. I think he's a low-key shithead, which... Pisses me off because I know that him and Dylan. I know that him and Dylan don't like each other, but him and Jared Fry are friends. They ride together all the time. Is that why they both have blonde hair? I didn't know. I didn't know Jared Fry had blonde hair. They both have frosted hair. Jason Anderson tweeted, "You're not a star yet, Ryder, if you don't frost your tips or something." Yeah. I guess Nate Thrasher has to frost his tips too. No, I get you don't like Dylan, but Jared Fry's your boy. He had his best ride so far that second moto. Killed it. Nate Thrasher had a really good day. Like, what the hell, dude? Like, if you really, those are your boys. You ride, like him and Jared Fry literally ride together every fucking day. Don't be a dick. Like, you can hate Dylan. You got to be there for your other teammates. Mm -hmm. So I don't have a problem with what he did because it, like, I think anybody would have done the same thing. But also in the same sense, like, I think it's kind of bullshit. It's like, dude, your teammates are, they're still young. I'm on the same page you are. You, you need to be there to help them through this shit. Mm. Like, so, I don't know. Take, take your pride and suck it up. I think, was, I think it was just bullshit. Shut up, I thought it was bro. funny though that the camera was like trying to get closer and closer to him. <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking like, damn, he must have did a real quick switch on his flights, and then I was like, oh, he can just drive home. Yeah. yeah. And then I was also like, well, his girlfriend's got a private jet. Well, yeah, because he said he lives like forty minutes from there. I was right saying he was home before the four fifty motor went off. So. But yeah, I don't know. Um, Oh, that's all I really have to say on that. All right, well, let's move on then to Frenchie. 2-5 uh, for third overall. Did what he needed to do on the day. Got the title. He was pumped. Yeah, can I just say, though, that the the title, he still kind of had to earn it in that second moto. Yeah. Kind of like it got down to nine points. Yeah. Kind of like he did the Supercross. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he was – I mean, we could tell that he was laying back that second moto. But I was really surprised that he let it even get that close. Like, like, I thought he went down at one point two. Yeah, so I was yeah. I was a little shocked to be honest with you. Um, no, he let it get a little close. But he, he did, did Supercross though. He did that yeah. last round of the shootout. He did the same thing. So I think a Frenchy's smart enough dude. He knows where everybody's at. Obviously the mechanic are telling him. But I think that he's a smart enough guy. He knows where his limits are. And yeah. And, and he was super excited, and that was cool to see somebody that stoked on a title where yeah. you've seen Osborne. He seemed kind of burnt out. Just like all the rest of y'all, them boys when they get a title. I don't know. Osborne, you could, if you looked in his helmet, you could like see it in his face a little bit. If he was pumped and he just was kind of in. Well, awe like it was a, did. you know, I watched the How's Your Weekend thing with yeah. Slop, and he was just like, "I'm just glad it's over. It's so mentally draining, and you know, I'm just glad it's over." Well, I mean, think about it. You've got a guy that, in what was it, fucking May, when we went back to riding Supercross, like he was, he was gonna retire. Yeah. Like literally, that was that came out of his mouth like multiple times. Why I was like, "You're not retired yet." But then I find it funny though that he makes the comment how he wants to find GNCC races to do. Well, yeah. So like, I don't really know with Zacho. Like, I know he's pretty open, but like, I don't really know when Zacho has always been kind of hard to read, in my opinion, because like, there's one time, there's one moment that he says one thing, but the other moment he says something that contradicts it, but not in a bad way. It just I don't I don't really understand. Like, I don't really get him to be honest with you, especially with the way he holds himself. He's just kind of. He's such a serious dude. Yeah. So, like, you don't really ever know how he feels about shit. But as far as the Frenchie thing, I was stoked for him. I mean, I've always liked Dylan. I think he's yeah. going to have a great 450 career. 
Uh, and, you know, he fuck to him, being a GP guy, and I know people will say otherwise, I think the outdoor title means more to him than the Supercross title. Yeah, probably. I really it, it looked like it did, too. And that was something he never accomplished over there because he had to raise hurlings. Yep. And he, they even talked about it yeah, in the, the beginning. Yeah. I think legit for him, he's the one dude that you could say the outdoor title means more to me than the Supercross stuff. Yep. So for him, like, that was pure emotion. There was no fakeness there. No. So I, I'm happy for him. Yeah, no. It's a I'm great happy. way to wrap up your, your career. And he shouted out his wife. Uh, Everybody should have a wife that awesome. I, know, right? I was like, wow, that's cute. What do you do? He shouted out his wife on the podium. He was like, I just got to thank my wife. And everyone should have a wife that awesome. They're so supportive and whatever. To your grand GL giving him shit. They were like, yeah, I had a little bit of verbal diarrhea. And I'm like, what the fuck? He's always <laughs> like that. He's always like that. It's a French thing. I'm like, he talks like that all the time. GL, so, never change. It's oh a French God. thing. All right, so let's keep moving on here. Shane, let's shit on Shane. Did anyone see Shane other than like the whole uh, shot? On the weekend thing too, he was just like, I'm going to be fucking done too. Uh, third in the points. Third in the points. Yeah, 5-4 for fourth overall. The third in the points. Probably a nice little check. Can, can we talk? That's a little surprising. Maybe. I don't know. Cooper said he doesn't have a bonus for third. Like he hasn't a bonus for anything other than championships in the points. Well, that's just Shane him being cocky when he went over and negotiated his contract. You think, Shane, you think Shane's got that? I mean, maybe. Amart's one of the few people I thought they've talked about, yeah, that has something like that. I feel like that Yamaha, I feel like that that group, the way that they... It's either a win or you don't get shit. Yeah, pretty much. I I mean, you probably get podium bonus per race, but it's probably not much. But third in the points, though. We're not going to go on this argument again like we did last show, but I'm sorry, dude. That's impressive to me. Third, that's good. Pretty much a top five guy the entire year. I mean, mean, it's it's an accomplishment, but who the fuck cares? Two motos, I think so. What? By next year, no one's gonna care. Well, yeah, he's gonna be in the four fifty class. Well, I know. I'm just saying, like, but see, the reason, the thing that upsets me, the reason why, and and I know where's he going for four fifty. He's gonna have to somewhere. Where's he going? Hep. Well, I heard JGR was looking at him. Hep. I mean, the Suzuki thing. So. I already got a contract on the table. Well, and maybe, he's maybe real they close to signing it because JDR has to push shit out. So. He'll get rid of seven deuce deuce. Yeah, they should just have it. He'll just work Him for Phelps. That's it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just work for my point is is that it upsets me that somebody like Shane, I understand, and you're not the only person. Like, I know that I'm kind of, the, I'm kind of in the other end of the spectrum on this. But, like, everybody keeps talking about these other kids, these young kids. we got all this, all this hype around Jet. We talk about all these rookies coming, this and that. And then Shane goes out there and gets third in the points. He wins a couple motos. Didn't win an overall, but neither did Jet. Neither RJ had one overall, but he. You mean Jet won the overall? Oh yeah, that's right. He fucking he won, won one, two. Yeah. For the overall. So it took him until the end of the year, but he yeah. won one race. Mm-hmm. And before that, he didn't even podium. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's a little unfair that Shane gets all this. Hey, you didn't do this. You didn't do that. And he goes and gets third he overall. Third, yeah. Okay, but but here's so here's the thing though. With Shane. It wasn't a flashy third. I was going to say, you have next to no flashes on the track. Once he, he might win one moto, one overall per year outdoors, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Better than nothing, though. Change, change. Well, it is better than nothing, but I'm just saying, there's no flash there. He's not a social media guy, so you're not getting no. anything for your money there. So you're, but, not, you're not getting anything. They talk about this on the Pulp Max wrap-up show as far as like the out, outside the industry sponsors, okay? Social media is fucking killing it. Because if I spend $3 million on a race team, that's not going to translate as well as if I get $3 million into hard data of social media advertising. So 
this is where you and I go back and forth all the time about their social media presence compared to their race like results. Like it's big right now. Like I don't know, you're not on TikTok or anything, but you've probably seen the video of the dude do the Fleetwood Mac song drinking yeah. Ocean Spray. Yeah. yeah. How much how much money that has brought Ocean Spray? I just I get it, and I know that's the day and age we live in, but I think it's unfair for if that's where we're, that's where we're going and we've been that way to expect these. You already expect so much out of these dudes, and now you tell them, oh, they got to go do this and that with social media. It's like these guys. All these guys don't have time. That's, that's just the path you got to choose. What do you mean you don't have time? They don't have the time. How do you Can't have time? What do you mean? How do they don't have time? Look at this entire year the way it's been done. What time do they have to well, do? They, they take a little bit extra that they're getting paid, and they hire a guy to do it. And like, that's Jeremy I mean. McGrath doesn't run his shit. Kenny He's doesn't run his shit. Yeah. But no, he Kenny like, does for the most part. But I'm saying he has guys around him to help him. Yeah, yeah. But Eli don't. Eli's not a big social media. Yeah, but here's the thing: if if you're winning that much, you can get away with it. Justin you, Cooper. When you when you get into this, his own shit. when you get into these guys like Shane and stuff, these third, fourth, fifth place guys who don't have the flashes, they're they're you got to have something. You don't have anything. You don't have the flash. You don't have the social media following results. and stuff. The, again, I'm here to tell you the results are not going to carry you for that much longer. These teams are going to have to give something up, are going to have to show something. So if you don't have the results, top five isn't going to fucking do it. You're going to have to win or have the social media. Well, Take the, your pick. And the problem is, too, Seven is... Seven Deuce Deuce is a good example of the social media. Yeah. But the, yeah, I understand. The problem, though, is is that if that's what it's going to come to be, then you're going to have a lot of guys who just won't be riding anymore. I mean, that, and that's... And then, be, and then our sport... Actually, it's going to be worse for our sport, then. Well, I don't think you'll have a lot of guys that won't be riding. You're going to have a lot of talent that's going to flame out here because... They don't have anything to offer. They have some results, which is fine, and they're going to get some rides, but they're going to get rides like the HEP, which is where Shane's going to go, things like that. You're going to get rides on these teams where you don't have, you're not going to get the big dollar, big rides if you don't have something to offer. See, and I know you and I battle about this all the time. And I think that's terrible for our sport. I, I, didn't, I didn't say it was terrible, terrible, but it's the day and age we live in. Again. This is something. It's that, just the, the evolving time. I was going to say this is so. something that we oh, no. literally pointed out on the wrap-up show that they were talking today of when you go out and you put in front of a money guy for a a company that hey we're going to spend three million dollars on social media and I'm going to be able to give you this many numbers of we reached this many people and this many people clicked the ad and this many people bought product through the ad etc cetera, etc cetera, versus I put three million dollars on the side of a bike and I don't have any way of fucking tracking that. Yeah. So look, I understand all of it. I just I didn't grow up in a day and age where you you, you get signed because of your your results. Not I mean of, I mean I, I didn't either, man. I'm the, older than you. I, I didn't the, either, but not because of the bullshit that fucking has to do with what you do on social media. And I understand that that's the day we live in. But I don't think you should sign guys because of their social media presence. I think you need to sign them because you're not racing is about. You're no, I agree with that because about. there's an alternative. You give you have a guy that gives you results. Mm -hmm. Shane yep. third. Doesn't have a social media presence, you find somebody to run his social media for him because the common fan isn't going to know. Yeah. And at that point, then. then, then but you, you got to have personality to be on the social media, too. I mean, that's so why you're going to like Jason Anderson, gonna, Jet Lawrence. But Shane doesn't have. I mean, this is something well, that we're going to start seeing. Like, get a guy Shane that's in his inner circle. If you're running my social media, you know me as a person, mm -hmm. you know my personality, you're going to throw and crack some jokes in there. Yeah. So. If, you I can, just, if I, you can do that, if you can pull that off, then then it'll work, and then you can market that guy, and then that guy can get more money and get more rides and better rides. But if you don't have someone to do that, or he's not willing to do that kind of stuff, man, I mean, you're screwed, dude. That's why Shane is going to end up on something like a HEP, man. I mean, not only that, you just have supply and demand at this point. There's too many dudes, not enough rides. So 
I think that bike, though, is better. I think it's going to be good for next year, though. Dude, I'll give you a prime example. Dino. Dino should not have that Rockstar Husky ride. Well, Dino's thing, though, is, is he still has clout in the industry because of uh, his championship. His one championship, he will always, kind of like Bo. Somewhat. Baggett. Yes. Perfect example. I mean, Baggett Dino doesn't win like Baggett does every now and then. Baggett's not a social media guy either. No. Yeah. And we talked about this last week, though. That's yep. the thing. So, like, I'm just saying, I don't agree with it. I get it. That's the day and age we live in. But that's not what racing is about. We're not hiring these guys. You're hiring them to go race, get results. If we're going to go off social media, then all these dudes should just quit racing and fucking go ride the hills. Because it's dumb if we're giving them I rides. I mean, Bogle, if he doesn't get a ride, he should go ride in the hills. Yeah. That dude is greasy. He's going he's to follow the Josh Hill path. I don't, I don't know if he's going to be doing snow biking, but... I, I I haven't heard that Bogle is dead in the water from uh, Wow, well, I think the end he's of He's starting to ride a little better. I think he proved at the end of the last couple rounds that he still has it. They, they interviewed, uh, who's the manager for that team? Butler? No, not Butler. Who's the, oh. Oh, fuck, I don't know. Can we talk about that in the 450 club? Yeah, we yeah. can. Okay, let's keep going here. Um, Joe Schmoda, 9-3 for fifth. Okay, so, does anybody remember at the beginning of the year, even though the riders weren't the exact same, or was I picked? That I said that at one point this season, Geico is going to go one, two, three in a moto. Oh, yeah, buddy. Yeah. How great is it that Geico is leaving the fucking sport? Goes one, two, three. In and the then one, two in, in the, the 450. Is it rigged? Glorious. <laughs> is it rigged? <laughs> Did we rig the race? Well, I was telling you, I never really thought it was going to happen. But for a moment, when Mumford was starting to move up through the pack, I was like, oh, oh, oh are they about to go one, two, one, two three, four? four? I was like, holy shit. What so a that, send that team... Could have not gone out in a, in a better, better way. way. Nope. But it's, it's a little sad, to be honest with you. That it is. It's I mean, really they, sad. Like we said, they've been there since 98. So this this leads me right into my next thing that I made notes today. Oh, look at oh, you. Um, so Geico and Shift. So I believe that there's more money leaving than just Geico. I think from the jumbling and the rumors I heard, Shift is done. Uh-huh. And to back that up, have you seen any new Shift gear since Supercross? No. No. But you have seen new Fox gear since Supercross, yes. and Shift is a Fox company. Yes. Yep. So obviously they're not putting any money into marketing new items, new gear. So that leads me to believe they're out. They are. And a gear contract is massive, so there's another big hit. I, I will tell company. you they are, and I will tell you that Fly Racing was in serious, serious talks about picking that up. Well, here's another question if we're talking about the Fox Shift thing. How uh, long do you think it's going to be before uh, that Renan shit from Pete Fox is going to be sponsoring a team? Whatever the fuck it's called. I, I, Renan? Renan? I would believe they Something come back like into the sport. They come into the sport with Dungey. And I think they're going to come in. If they come in with Dungey, which that'd be great, I think they're going to come in and they're going to start throwing money around. Mm -hmm. I really do. And I think you're going to get to the point you're going to see a lot of teams running that stuff. Because yep. if it's Pete Fox, you know it's. I'm not a Fox guy by any means, but the shit's going to look cool. The marketing is going to be insane behind it. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be a boatload of money behind it. Also, I've heard some jumbling around, and I don't know how true this is going to be and why they would even do it, being as massive as they are, but Oakley throwing some gear into the market. That's interesting. Well, that is something I've heard. I've even heard a rumor of an Oakley boot designed by the same people that did the 6.0 boots. Hmm. That's interesting. Well, we need, so, we need, more, we need more options. I yeah. Mean, it'd be nice, you know. And, and actually, I don't. I take back what I said. I don't know why they would do that. But Oakley has so much money. They're owned by Luxottica, like yeah. Ray-Ban, all that Oakley's stuff. It'd be just a drop yeah. in the bucket. Well, now they're not even by their shit at Walmart, too, so there's yeah. that. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's lame. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's just a drop in the bucket for them to get so, a across. So here's a question, and kind of this the Renan thing with Pete Fox, uh, Lawrence Brothers, mm -hmm. Honda, Shift No More. 
Do you think that do you think it could be running? Do you think that that could be the gear yeah, choice for be. them? Yeah. Could be. That'd be pretty cool to be honest with you. Yeah, I think they'll like be, said, uh they'll probably be in bell helmets. Yeah. Mm, that'd be, I don't know. Would, would that be a conflict though? Well, yeah, I guess not if it's Renan. If it's Renan, they, they don't have. They ain't gonna have helmets yeah. and boots. So, so they'd be bell helmets, a star boots, or Garnet maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I heard. I heard the old Lucas Myrtle was really uh, beating beating the bushes and the pits on Saturday, talking to people about what everything. Oh, everything. Everything. For Trying them. to get them boys set up. Oh yeah. Oh, they're, I think they're going to get paid here. Oh, they're going to get set up. Yeah, they're they're gonna get I'm just saying, I heard he was in the in the pit. Well, I do go up. He's a bunch of people. Seems like he's always talking. I heard, the, I heard the Geico truck was like a fucking merry-go-round with people going in and out, in and out, in and out, talking to like, what are you everyone. Doing? Well, let's just say this. As shitty as it is to at least see Geico leave, they've been in the sport as long as they have. The whole thing, they brought a different taste to the sport, something mm -hmm. we've never seen before. A lot of money for a lot of years. 20-year team going away, though. It's sad. It is very sad. So, I, But those boys are going to – Joe Schmoda and Carson Mumford, they're going to have rides next year. Yeah. So let's just – it sucks, but those boys, they're going to have rides next year. Those guys, the, the techs, all the engineers, the mechanics, they're going to end up somewhere. So that team is going to be gone. I, do you think that team comes back eventually? Mm. I think that if they do, I think it's going to take some time. Um I don't know. Jeff Myshak, and I don't know if you want to talk about this, the rumor that I told you, if you want to talk Jeff Myshak, apparently the rumor is is that he's putting money into Star Yamaha because of Christian. Oh, Paige Craig was on running her mouth on Twitter there. So but I didn't hear this really uh, from that. I didn't hear about that. I heard this through from a friend that knows Bobby Green. Mm. So... A friend of a friend through a guy, wink, wink, elbow, elbow. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Uh... So, if Jeff Myshak did leave, if that's actually true, Ziggy, I don't know, man, I don't know who he would go Yeah, the Craig thing would make sense. I don't know who he'd go into partner with eventually in the future. Where's Grondel fit in? Oh, that's a good question. Because Grondel's been running his mouth on Twitter. Oh, yes. Oh, God, yeah. And he's been dropping numbers and financial stuff. That kid needs to shut the fuck up. Mike. Oh, his dad. Okay, I was about to say, if Eric's doing it, he needs to shut the hell up. No, this is Mike talking about it, and... It's saying how he tried to buy the rights to motocross back in the day, like the word motocross or something, and NASCAR owns it or some weird shit. Hmm. I don't know. Um, I don't right. think about that. I don't know. If you scroll through his Twitter, he's got a lot of like numbers stuff on there and just like doesn't give a fuck. What happens when a dude's got more money than he knows what to do with? Pretty much. Any common sense. And if you guys also didn't hear, there's like the Make Motocross Great Again thing that Jerry Robbins running. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. Also, Adept Creative Graphics, mm -hmm. which is Eric Grondel. Yep. Make motocross great again. Also, what's their whole thing? Is to get a riders union and all that? Yeah. Yeah. Also, just received a hundred grand from an anonymous donor. Hmm. I guess he was always tooting their horn about a riders union. Mike Grondel. Well, maybe. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. So Grondel's still throwing money around. There's a lot of stuff going on in 2021 behind the scenes. But to answer your question, as far as seeing a team. All right, can we keep going down results here, though? Yeah. Because we, we tend to do this now. But I, I, I can't wait to see that number six on a green bike. It's going to look fucking good. It's yeah, good. Mike, you want to just talk about that for a second, though? The Mark thing, or are we going to talk about that at the end? I mean, we kind of already talked about it a little oh, bit. Oh, pro circuit. Yeah. It's yeah. going to look good. A single digit on a Kaui, ooh. I'll be curious, though, like I said to you when I got here, how that's going to work, if they're going to have four riders, or if, with Seth Ham Hammaker getting a promise to ride, if they're going to be for the first time ever go with five. Hammaker's can't yeah, be healthy, they, I so. saw What? Hammaker is a waste of a spot. He's not going to be healthy. Yeah, I saw uh, option to a 452 for J-Mark. 
That'd be nice. Kind of like what they did with Brock Tickle there for yeah. all those years ago. I saw that. that an option. He's going he's gonna to ride 250 all next year. because he's gonna Yeah, win. but then he's that's gonna an option to time. go to the Ford. Oh, another thing, yeah. too. Uh, <clears throat> Austin Fortner points out next year. Well, they're just going to change the rule. Bro. Yeah, God, I hope not. Probably. Um, all right, let's keep going. Jared Fry, 8 6 for great six overall. Second overall. Oh, great, great, great day. No, great for him. That's for the rookie. Is he going back on to the. No. Yeah. No. What? I don't think. Or they keep him up. No, he's up. He's he's, up. he's pro now. Nate Thrasher is the only person that there could be talks, but I don't yeah. Think he's no, go. he's not going back down either. Hartraff seven seven for seventh overall. Okay, so this is a pet peeve of mine with oh, Hartraff. Oh boy, here we go. The brick, the yellow fucking background. Oh. oh did you hear about that? The whole trolley. So, that was so a shit that show. Was, that was, so what if so what if me a privateer rolls up with a yellow background? And oh yeah. Me to get fucked. Did you, like you, you didn't hear the whole you didn't hear the whole story, did you? No. So Troy Lee day. wanted the yellow backgrounds for something. I At some point this year. year. Yeah, yeah, whatever. So he talked to MX Sports, got permission to do it, but he could only do it at one race. So they did it at this race. And then they got a warning. They, they, they didn't get a warning. They got fined for it. Oh, I didn't know they got fined. Yeah, they got fined for it. So he got permission and they got fined, which I didn't quite understand. And That's I haven't heard sports. too much more about it. And I want to dig into it a little more. I'm going to have to see what I can hear the rest of the week here or figure out. But it's a real weird situation. And yeah, I didn't understand. Like, okay, I get that you like the yellow backgrounds, but I'm sorry, dude. It's it's not the fucking rules for the background. He just liked it because of the whole but, mammoth thing and all that. Yeah, I, I thought maybe it was because of like the the Factor Edition 250 they released yellow background. I don't know, man. I'll, Why they did they that, were they were talking about it in the practice show. All I know is I thought it was super weird. They like got a whole MX Sports, got permission, and then the AMA find it. I mean, honestly, well, know, that's just the look. connection between MX Sports and AMA just not communicating. I think never look, change. I think they'll look never good. Change. I mean, I'll be I think it looked good. I, I mean, it looked cool. Okay. It's cool. different. But, I mean, I guess we you know, like, the GPs where the uh, fucking MX2 guys run uh, white backgrounds on the side number plates and black on the front. Yeah. Where we just start going around in just all these different colors. We run blue backgrounds like Australia does. I'm just going to run red all the time for 10 more points. Just, red, just red number plates, just red backgrounds. Red number plates, red. Right. Like, hey, how about my bike? I got cheetah print background and gray number. You'd be like Timmy G this past weekend running the all red. Yeah, that's really good. Oh, right. got a little bit of a chub chub. All right. Okay, now you're just. Hey, hey, funny story about the 2021 Honda, though. We're going off on a little tangent. Yeah. Cody Shock wrote it. Cody Shock wrote it. Cody Cock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he wrote it. Crazy, right? Is that what you'd say? Cody Cock? No, I say Cody Shock. Oh. Did really well on it, too, by the way. Yeah, anyway. There were a lot of guys out. So Anyway, 2021 450. Uh, went to Motoland. Old boy comes rolling in like he's hot shit with this brand new 21 Honda. And that fucking Unloaded. thing hasn't been fixed yet. It didn't even start. Yeah, because the mapping hasn't been fixed. They you were trying to bump start one. it and do all this shit, and it wouldn't even fire. It's got to go back and get remapped. Guess where he bought it from? Where? Ziggler. <laughs> the dude had that an Illinois, Illinois plate on it. And Jesus. we walk over, he's like, yeah, I got it from Ziggler. And then I was at Ziggler today, and old boy came pulling in with it. Yeah, because it has to be remapped. They actually, they sent out some, and then we're trying to pull them all back to remap yeah. them all before they, before they got bought. So... Uh, I think okay. they rushed that deal because Timmy G was looking so good on it. Uh-huh. Oh, dude, well, his bike blew up at a fucking Slovenian championship. Did you like, hear, just about, did you hear about the press day on that thing where the fucking bikes, like, they couldn't get half of them to run because the mapping's so far off? Sounds like a Honda Pump. They, dude, they it did this. like they rushed it. And they did uh -huh. this with 09, too, with a brand new chassis. The fuck yeah. They couldn't get the back end figured out, so the first time somebody rode it, he fucking crashed. Yep. So, anyway, um, alright, next up, friend of the show, Mitchell Harrison, 6'9 for 8th overall, solid. Was catching McElrath that first moto. Yep. <laughs> so what's up with him? Is he just fucked because of Martin now? No, he's, he's in talks with people. We'll get some of that on a podcast I, interview coming up. 
I have seen that man in a lot of the troll train vlogs as he going to JDR. He's, he's talking to people. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> we'll get some info on his future don't you worry. podcast. Don't you worry. That just sold me. I know don't, you, don't you worry. Even Justin's shit-eating green right there. He's talking to JDR. Got no poker face over just, here. Just don't you worry. He'll be racing. Uh, Carson Mumford, we already talked a bunch about him, but 11-8 for ninth overall. McAdoo had his hand literally glued into the glove. Crashes the weekend. first fucking lap of practice. 10-11 for 10th overall God. after he fucked me last week in fantasy. Nate Thrasher, another good showing. 12-10 for 11th overall for the rookie. Uh, Justin Cooper, obviously 3 DNS. We talked a lot about him. 12th overall. Dylan Schwartz, who we kind of touched on as solid. Came through the pack. Rumor mill is that Bar X Suzuki team is going to be the factory Suzuki team next year. So for 250. Yeah. Also, um, I want to shit on Justin. Which one? This one? Me? This one. Let's, on I'll wrap it up with shitting on Justin. Keep okay. On. Hey, uh, first off, does uh, uh, anybody feel bad for Abmar? I do. Real bad. Especially the fact that he rode, what, three laps with a fucking broken leg? Dude, I know. Isn't that, and he set his fast time with it. Like, how... Did, he just has no... If he didn't have shit luck, he wouldn't have any luck. Yeah, pretty like, much. I, knew, I, I know... Well, actually, though, if he would have put in a good result and then Cooper DN... Would he still have gotten... I don't know, man. It would have been close. Because it was close between him, Cooper, and Mattel. He could have still got third in the points if he had just rode both motos. Yeah, but you can't ride with a broken face. No, no, no. What I'm right. saying, is, no, no. What I'm saying is the fact that he broke his leg at the last round. Oh, I know. And being that close to getting that bonus. Yep. And now he's got nothing. Like, dude, I feel so bad for that guy. Yeah. If he didn't have shit luck, he would have no luck. I, because I, I like Amart. I love his vlogs. I think they're awesome. Yeah, they're good. They're pretty good. I love it. I, I enjoy. More people go watch Alex Martin's vlog. Troll they're, train. They're awesome. Especially anytime they get J-Mart in there and he's cussing and then they Oh my god. <laughs> and then Briar Perry told him to stop cussing and he just kept cussing. Oh, it's great. I love it. It's great. Uh, fellow Michigander, Joey Crown, 17-12 or 14th overall. Derek Kelly, 15th. Nick Gaines, 16th. Uh, Joshua Perez, whatever, 17th. Jesse Flock, 18th. Jerry you, Robin, can you 19th. Tell, can, you tell the, can you tell the viewers at home you're fuck up with Kevin Moran's in the first photo? With the money? You want to tell them about that? Or are you just embarrassed and don't want to tell him about that? I mean, I wasn't really. I, so, I, I, so <laughs> I was watching the first moto. Um, totally, Moran's sponsor rider of the show. We're not to him yet, uh, but anyway, uh, sponsor rider of the show. Uh, yeah, he uh, he was solidly inside the top twenty. I think it was like fourteenth or sixteenth something. So we wired him some money. It over. was cool. So then <laughs> Sunday, I wired him or sent him his. Bonus because I pay him a top 20 bonus, and uh, then he responds with this huge long thing of, uh, Yeah, so we had some problems, and we finished 21st in the first row. And I was like, Shit, all right, well, there's an end of the year bonus for you, bud. And, and I asked Travis, I go, Did Kevin say anything about why? He goes, nope. Oh, there, you just dropped the, dropped the price right there. I didn't know what it was. Oh, man. So, yeah, so, uh, yeah, bonus, mo money, money bonus, and uh, yeah, moto, you know, top Folks, 20 watch bonus. all the way through the motos. Yeah. Well, you know, I watched the whole moto. I just didn't look at the results. Watch that, that result that, that, that close, I guess. And uh, yeah, you know what? It's just an end of the look. We're making privateer dreams come true every single day by helping out because we help the common man because we are the common man. Can I shit on Justin? Okay. Um, is there anyone else anybody wants to talk about here? I don't think. Uh, Jordan Jarvis got in again. Yeah, Jordan Jarvis did get in. Sixth in the Concy. Yeah, 35-27 for 33 overall. Why are there like 42 fucking dudes on here? Because there was a bunch of people like waiting in the staging. Mitchell Falk, 39 DNS. Fuck you, bro. Anyway, um, okay, go ahead. So remember when Justin said that 
Frenchie was just gonna fucking annihilate everyone at Paolo. He wasn't even close to just annihilating everyone. No. Yeah, but you guys agreed with me, so fuck off. That's all I want. I mean, okay, alright, okay, cool. Wow. That's wow. it? Cool. cool story, bro. So now we've gone super long on 250s. Anything else before nope. we... Okay, cool. Because we're gonna log on 450s. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we're gonna take a break. Good show. We'll be back. Great radio, bro. With uh, the 450s here in a couple of minutes. Here we go, the end of the season, the last section for us here, 450s. Let's start from the bottom up here. Hold on. Asleep. You know like when you're on the shitter for a really long time, like with oh, your phone? Yeah. All right. Yes. Four, what? What? No, go ahead. What'd Did you say it? I was going to fall asleep or you're no, going to no, fall asleep? No, go ahead. No, All right, 40th overall, Austin Root. Oh, Griffin, this is how we're doing this? Griffin Dexter, 39. Nobody knows who that is. Renee yeah, Garcia, 38. Renee Cartier. Blake, Blake Hogue, 37. Solid motocross names. Connor Olson, he uh, works for Alpine Stars. Solid motocross Hold name. on. Connor Olson, oh, that's a normal name. Blake Hogue. What about that one dude named Walter White? That's a weird name. Yeah, dude, he, he's fast as shit at Southwick, though. Is he? Yeah. He qualified first a couple years ago. As a is he group. cooking meth out there? He might be. Is he on meth? That's KTO. Y'all just keep talking here. Hold on. I'm Great. What the yeah, hell are you doing? I'm draining the air system so we don't have oh, a fucking hit. What's he doing? I don't know. He's draining his main vein. Yeah, there we go. Okay, cool. Uh, Great. Anyways. Yeah, yeah let's not. On, can we, do we really have to go through all the way through the top 40? <sighs> Fine. Can we just talk about what matters? Let me scroll. Are there any local boys there? No. Let me scroll here. Oh, 250 class. We'll shout out. We'll give Can we talk about Kate Clayson beating A Ray for the last, for 20th spot in the first moto on the last lap? That's not shocking. Kate's faster than A Ray outdoors. Super costly getting annihilated, but outdoors, yeah. Kate's actually had some good finishes over there. All right, who do you want to talk about here? You want to talk about, dude, we can talk about friend of the show, Matt Huber. Great ride. 14, 14, 14th overall. 14, 14, 14. <laughs> mm. Bam! Great ride. A little bit of local knowledge. Solid pick. Kick yeah. a little bit. For yeah, fantasy maybe. there. So, yeah. Super yeah. solid pick. Yeah. It would have been really nice to see him do that, you know, how about, the year. How about my guy, Rod Bell? He's your guy now? Never been to Paolo. Cranks out in top ten. He's how about him riding uh, old uh, Glenn Helen on Thursday in A-Ray's gear on A-Ray's bike? Because he wanted to ride Glenn I'm Helen. honestly surprised A-Ray's gear fit him. That's sweet. Went out and just put on A-Ray's gear. No throwing, knee braces. Throwing some fatties. Just flew out there. Just wanted to go Yeah, just went, went out and ripped Glenn laps. Helen. That's pretty throwing sweet. Throwing some fatties. Rip laps, throwing fatties. That's rad. Throwing fatties. Somebody right. contacted, somebody texted A-Ray. I don't remember who it was. It was like, yo, can you send me a picture of Rob Bell <laughs> riding your bike? And he said it like two of Rob Bell just upside down. Can we talk about all the people that did not ride? Yeah, that's what I was going to get to. So a lot of these guys had awesome finishes, but I'm going to give a fat asterisk to them all. Well, yeah, I mean, I was actually going to mention this. Can we talk about it? Kind of, even though these privateers have had great a great year, we know that Kenny, Coop, and Ando weren't there the whole yep. entire. So, like, that's three guys. But, like, for the most part, but the disparity between the top ten guys, because Masterpool, the second moto, what did he get? Tenth, right? Tenth? Eleventh? Uh, sure, yeah. Tenth, no, he, right went, he went, he got, Masterpool got tenth the first moto. Cody Shaw got 10th. Okay, so Cody Shaw got 10th the first the second moto. But Cody both got. both motos, they were a minute and 42 seconds back of the ninth. Yes. So even though yeah. it's great, and I agree, the asterisk yeah. has been put there. They had a great year. But this isn't like Kyle Regal in 2009 we, uh, or Gavin Grasick in 2007. Can, can we talk about Barsha? 
What do you want to talk about? You think he's riding that red machine already? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you want to talk about? And it was, there's an interesting, I heard on a podcast, I can't remember which one it was. There's an interesting mm. correlation between his contract years and how well he does until he has a contract. Well, I feel like that's been a, like a view for a long time. People always say that he does certain things up until his He gets year. badass on I mean, the contract and then just shoots. I mean, think about it. Think about how good he rode at the beginning of the year. And then what? We had the gas gas contract, Yamaha gas gas, whatever here for the last however many weeks, and then all of a sudden it's finalized. And how have his results been since then? Well, he's going to look real sweet on that red KTM next year. I think it'll be good. I think so too. Yeah. It, yeah. it just depends it, on how that frame works with his... Well, the correlation that was made was that he gets very, uh, he gets very, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, where he's just there, and he's, he doesn't really give a he's shit. collecting his paycheck. Yeah. I actually feel like that, that, that rev KTM is going to work out better with the way that transmission's set up and how he likes to rev the piss out of everything. I feel like that's actually going to work better for him. Maybe. And the flex of that frame, I mean, people always said, like, Barsha KTM would have been a great fit. I mean, it never was going to happen because him and Roger. So that's what's even more surprising if this worked out. I mean, the correlation, I'm just saying, is like, uh, yeah, he I goes to rides practice on Saturday and then just doesn't race. Anybody say why he was even out? What? Like, I know he crashed in practice. He's hurt. Okay, so let's talk about the people that did. Barsha didn't show up. Baggett. Baggett. Norn got hurt. Savachi was hurt. Baggett does have a legit but no, issue. No, I saw a thing. What was going on with Savachi just bitching at Sexton? Oh, what did he fault? Sexton got bitched at him, and Savachi was like, what the fuck, dude? Okay, so you know how when you come out so and go up that hill? So Savachi got Fortner syndrome? No, like, okay, so the off-camera, and then you I go, saw, okay, yeah, yeah. so, like, Sexton started bitching at him first, and Savachi was just trying to explain what happened, and he was talking to Ch Jay Dungy, and that's why Jay, he's like, dude, it's over with, it's over with, but Ch Joey was just trying to explain what happened. Like, it wasn't, and if you look at it, Chase actually overreacted because the way that corner flowed up the hill, like, Joey was going to drift out anyway, and Chase just happened to be behind him. So it's not like Joey completely just well, cut Sexton's him off. Got the syndrome. I think Sexton's a little bitch. Yeah. But my point, what I'm getting at is, is that Joey was just like defending himself. Chase was the one who instigated it. Mm -hmm. So like, and Jade was just trying to keep Joey. Savachi from, looked fired up in that video. Well, I think Jade was like talking to him as they were riding back, trying to get Joey to not jump off his bike and fucking tackle Chase. That would have been awesome. He should have let it happen. Uh, <laughs> should have just let I would have. It would have been so great because it would have been the stupidest fight I've ever seen in my life. Would've would've awesome. I would have just stepped I, I off the back of that bike and just let shit happen. The right. ratings would have gone through the and fucking And then Jade would have fucking grabbed both of them by the neck and just. I like the, uh, the Jordan gear. It's all right. I like it. Yeah, but if I understand the Illinois thing, Chicago and all that, but it's like Chase, you're Chase, not, you you're don't not, hold a cannon, Michael Jordan. No, you're, you're, you're not a baller, dude. Like, what about, I mean, it was neat. That's to see. the only thing. That's I'm on the same page. Like, it's it's cool, it's unique, yeah. but it's like, dude, chill down. Yeah, I, I don't know if that was just something that like he decided to do, or A stars came to him with him. But nah, it's like, I mean, God, that's it's, a hit. It's all right. It's like, bro, you're a white motocrosser. Like, you don't watch basketball. Call me. It was all right. Whatever. Anyways, like, AC does. Wow. Anyway, anywho, weird. Uh, uh, so let's just we'll just go right back to the top of the order. Um, Sexton, baby. Overall, okay, calm down. We got to talk about the first moto. Because first. <laughs> he looked like an idiot in the first moto. Tomac showed up in the first moto. Yeah, can we talk about that up. for a minute? That Eli proved once again that when he wants to win, he's just gonna win. He's mm -hmm. just riding himself into shape is all. He's just, but seriously, you see that outside he was taking before the downhill. Yes. Seriously, I know that you, out of the three of us, like Eli more than me and Cole do, but I think we can all agree that when Eli wants to win, aside from Jeffrey Hurlings, Kenny on his good days, and Geyser, 
There's nobody in the 450 class right now that's faster than him. Plenty he, he just rode himself into shape this season. Yeah. Three, three more rounds, dude, we'd have been in it. Did uh, they talk about on the wrap-up, did JT and Steve Mathis get into this? Because JT just said he's been another guy, and Mathis has been like, hey, did they talk about the, uh, the fact that they can, can they explain JT, that? JT just kept, saying, just kept saying, like, dude, I think he just rode himself into shape. He's ta- he took time off after Supercross. Oh, so now he wants to back. So now Well-deserved time off. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah and now he's just rode himself into shape yeah, here I, as we go. I think it just proved that Eli just didn't care about this outdoor season. I mean, I don't think he did, but I also am like what they've been talking about too. He like there wasn't heat and exhaustion and shit like that. But Paula in Thunder Valley wasn't hot for him. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It, it there wasn't that, but then he still had some breakout rides. Like that's I'm hot. just gonna I'm just gonna say as much as like I said, I don't like Eli, but he proved once again that if he would have wanted to win this year, he was gonna walk. He was gonna win. He there was nobody that was gonna beat him. As great as AC Road, as great as Zachary Road. Yeah, if he wanted to. But again, I, I'm on the I'm on the board with everyone else of he took time off. Yes, no, no, no. I'm, Whether I'm, he wants to say it or not, he took time off. He had his kid. He won his title. Yes. He was like, I don't give a shit. I'm, I'm going to take three weeks off. Yep. And, and this is not me taking anything away from Zacho. He had a great season. AC Road good. Sexton had bright spots. Other guys had. But. Them boys all fucked. Eli. No. Yes. It, no. Eli proved <laughs> that when he wants to. Those guys wouldn't have done what they did this year. Eli was would have beat them all every chance he would have rode like that. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. Like I, I hate to say it because I don't like Eli, but there's no disputing that. Well, because there's people out there that want to say that, oh, even if he would have cared this year, he wouldn't have won the title anyways. It's like, no, dude. I just can't wait to get into 2021 and watch him just be another guy, you know? No, he's not going to be another guy. But although this is on record, Matt Wyman says that Eli is never going to win another title. Wow. So, wow. said last night, I'm blowing Matt out. He said it to me on the phone last night. I'm like, holy shit, did you just say that? That's impressive. Wow. Yeah, he's like, I don't think Eli's ever going to win another title. he's a Tomac homer. Oh, it's insane. It's just because he's got. Why does he like him? Because he hunts and he has no, a Kawasaki. I don't know. Because he's, he's like Eli sees the Geico day. Look, here's here's what I got to say. I can't argue that point. I don't think he's gonna win another one either. All right, I want to go back to Sexton real quick. Okay, great. So the let's just keep changing it up. Let's so, go in a circle. Here. Well, this is, yeah. So this is on my notes here. Uh-oh. I have. Let's I'm impressed. Just go, I'm impressed with notes. Yeah. Really I like have Bogle sighting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bogle looked good. Yep. Yeah. But again, Asterix, you didn't have Baggett, you didn't have Barsha. But I still think that he could have been top ten. I believe so yeah. too. Yes. He wrote great. Um the this I have Sexton Stew move pass on Craig. So did you see the pass on Craig? Which moto? So he passed it. Uh, uh which one are you talking about? Because there's certain things that I do and don't. So know. he there's the rollers. And then some guys were kind of wheeling over the roller, and then it was going around the corner and yeah. the tabletop. Yeah. So Sexton was doing it. He went off and was going forks first into it. And so he's straightening fork. out instead of slamming. Right, and Stu used to do that. You know you're a Stu yeah. guy. Stu used to do that through, like, like the 5-foot and the 7-foot back. Yeah, the 3-5-3 three, three sections, yeah. And he would just... Front end in. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was real stew-esque of him and maybe. Well, I know. Well, yeah. Stu's training in That's what I mean. That's why I brought it yeah. up. I tell you what though, those are you talking about also, did anybody notice that saying that roller section out front before the big step down double? Is that the section you're talking about? No. Okay, so like he was doing the same thing in that. It was like a roller section, but some people rhythm through. They were a little more lipped out, so you couldn't really like bounce over to the top of them. But like and then he dropped into that wall, but you couldn't land it in the pocket. And Chase was doing the same thing. He was straightening out into the top of it, but then he would let the it, forks comp- it would load him up, but it would like drag his momentum down, so the front end would dip a little bit. Where everybody else was landing front wheel high, clipping the top, and then dropping the front mm-hmm. end. 
So, like, he was making up a little bit of time there. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I mean, that's... That's, like, everybody else likes the wheelie because it's, like... Well, also, too, when you come at it straight, though, you better have stiff forks because that's if they're what soft, I'm they're going to bottom out and your front end's going to completely that's drop coming off the like top. The only other guy that I've seen attack a section like that is Scoot. So... I mean, if, if he's going to keep riding like that, he's definitely going to be stiffening up that chassis he a lot. better, yeah. Because if he tries to ride like that in Supercross, he's going to kill himself. That's why I'm a little nervous about the Stu thing. Well, that, yeah, that is a little nervous because Chase's style... Be, Stu will just be like, yeah, dude, just do it. I Chase's, style doesn't, <laughs> Chase's style doesn't fit the way Stu... Like, it's yeah. not going to work. Um, Stu's but, thing, too, was... He, he, he just, like, wasn't calculated. He just knew as long as he hit it wide open, he was going to make it. Well, once again, shutting his brain off. It's all Stu was all muscle memory. He never really thought about one. Other than those Cowie days, he never really was really thinking out there. And me being a Stu homer, he proved that enough times, though, when he would just completely throw away races. And we can get into that a little bit deeper some other time. But Who do you think's paying for the Stu track to be kept well, up? Well, did we see that Kenny was uh, riding at Stu's? Mm-hmm. No, is he? Yeah, he was riding at Stu's at Denson Bay. Yeah, By the way, that roller section and getting open over that wall... I was watching like when he, when I first saw that I had to go back and rewatch it again because I'm like holy fuck how the hell dude the fucking face was like literally a two foot face and that wall was like a good seven and he just brought I'm like Ooh. he was running a full crossbar on that bike too yeah well somebody was like well is that just stock or does he like going back no I'm saying like his setup like they were like oh is that just he's running it like you know to get I used think, to it I think he's riding that thing in stock trim and they're just throwing parts I like in it. it I like it starting from a solid base mm-hmm. and he needs to do that with it like being all brand new yeah so they so what I've noticed so far too is there's a picture of it so he doesn't have forks on it yet so it's got production forks on it yep he looks like he went to a crossbar pad yep um the front wheel doesn't have the factory hub on it. Nope. So, and then the picture that I saw, the swing arm had Renthal DID all that, and it's a little shinier. So a factory swing arm, obviously, whatever they do to a factory swing arm, they probably a little more rigid. Yeah, they regusset the top of it and stuff. Okay, so that was on the bike, and it must be different to how the rear hub is because it's got a factory rear wheel on it now. So I, they're just slowly throwing parts at it, I think, and that's going to be dangerous. Well, I like that because... Wait, that, what, are, what are we talking about? Kenny's 2021. 20. Oh, okay. I thought we were talking about sexes right now. No, 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 no. Not Kenny's 21. Chase is going to be testing that thing though soon, though. They were saying that. Yeah. But um, I like that, though, because with that new frame geometry and the way it's set up and that bike, the new motor changes and all that, I like that because I still feel, though, that with Kenny's upper body injuries, his front end, he's always had to compensate a little bit because he's not as strong. So if they can figure out a way to get that front end to do what he wants, I that's that's a great way to look at it. Instead of just, hey, we're going to throw factory shit at it, and then just, hey, we're going to go from there. So Kenny's bike might look damn good come whatever our first round is. Here's what I'm sad about. There's no dual exhaust on it. That's sad. How's your wallet feel? What do you mean? Your wallet's going to be a little happier. Yeah, well, he's not buying a 2020 on 450 anyway. No. Breaking news, Travis is getting a Husqvarna. Breaking news, Travis is getting not a Yamaha. All. So anyways, can, if we're talking about teammate on teammate, can we talk about Eli's pass on AC or when he ran him in the, the nails? <laughs> like, was anybody kind of going, Eli don't give a fuck no. about points and who you are. No. A- a- I don't think he's really a big fan of AC anyway. I just thought AC was, wasn't close enough in points for him to give two shots. I know, but I just thought it was hilarious because I'm sitting there going, Eli is not, he's not going to let him have this. Because I know that people were like, oh, maybe he's going to just pressure him, and then with two minutes to go, he's going to let him. That like, thought no. did cross my mind watching it, and then I was like, eh, that's well, not happening. Did you like, I will say this, AC handled that interview as best as he could when they were talking about that. He goes, 
Yeah, the racing was aggressive. It was great to ride with the or it was good. Racing was a little aggressive, but you know, it's Eli and all this, and I'm kind of like, I'd have blown him out. <laughs> Eli better be careful, man, because where like Savachi let him by and then he didn't pay him and stuff like that. Savachi, I don't feel, has the speed to stay with Eli. AC has the speed to stay with Eli, and uh, if he pisses off, like if he runs AC too hard and AC's in these title fights like he was the other day. Yeah, but uh, I don't think AC has the ability to ride like a dick. Well, we didn't think, that, like we didn't think that Tomac did either, but I remember him standing on top of uh, Coop's, uh, bike. Coop's bike at Daytona. Well, the thing is, neither, the the thing class, is so. neither of them know how to take someone out without going down themselves. That's okay. I mean, they so, can like, both, if be, they on, do they that, both be on the ground and then fist fighting in the truck afterwards. Yeah, it's That'd great. Be cool. And then it's great because then Coop's just going to sneak in and keep on winning the titles. I don't know. Tomac has made some pretty good dirty passes. I know, but I'm saying. He ruined Dean Wilson's career. He did. But I'm talking about the 450 seems like, though, every time he's trying to tee someone up, he's usually taking himself out yeah. in the process. The 250 days was a little bit different because I think people were more afraid of him then. Um, but yeah, no, that was just a little great. I, it, was, it was cool to see um, because I don't like team tactics. I hate that shit. I do. I yeah, well, I mean, I there, just don't there like has it. been a lot of it. But if he would have done that, though, he would have completely been a hypocrite because of the whole Marvin thing with yeah. Dunge and then the whole Joey thing back in Monster Cup. Like I said, I think it would have been a different story had he been within 15 points. You know, but when you're 25 out, I mean... But that, second, that first moto was impressive, though, considering yeah. where he was with 10 minutes to go. What was he, like, 5th? Oh, like yeah. 10, 12 seconds yeah, back? Yeah, definitely put on an Eli ride, man. Um, but can we talk about Christian Craig, though? Yeah. No, dude, do you really think he would have done that well Yes. with a full field? Well, if you add in Kenny, no. I don't think no, he would be Kenny. No, a full field this year, 2020. You're talking about that, that moto finish? Like, bag it, like, just riding that well. Moto finish as well. I feel like he's yes. progressively getting better. I do, actually. I, yeah, feel, I, actually I do. feel like he probably would have nailed Because think about this. He's going to be more consistent than Baggett. Uh, he's not going to have the pace all the time as Anderson, but I feel like he was going to be just I'll as be consistent. Back. You guys keep talking. Um, I know that you're not the biggest fan, but you know that I like Christian. I know. No, I, don't, I, I like him. I'm I don't bike. agree with some of the stuff that he yeah. does. I think no, it's you're corny. right. You're right. But did he not prove, though, that all the time he's been saying, I'm a 450 guy, I'm a 450 guy. He proved he's a 450 guy. How do you think he would do in 450 Supercross? Because we always know how good his speed is in Supercross, but he always does these bonehead things on the 250. Man, just the 450 class is so stacked. Do you think those speed would be that far off? Because I don't. I think his speed was there, but I just think mentally, man, he doesn't have it. But do you think, though, that being on the 450, though, would help him? Because it seems like he's... Yeah, it seems like he just... I think he gets down on himself sometimes because I think that he's had such high expectations his entire career, and then when he never delivers, whereas in the 450 class, I know that he's one of the older guys, which is weird because he's only 28, but I think in the 450 class, he kind of gets this fresh new start because nobody expects him other than himself to win. Right. I don't know, man. Yeah, I just well, where's, he, where's he going at star on the 450? 250. He's oh, going okay. back down. So and that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't like it. I do not. I think this is... I think it's ruining his career to go back to the 250. He even said it. He's like, well, I don't really want to, but I kind of got to. So, you got nowhere to go. And that's what I hate. I would love to see him on a factory 450 in Supercross. Yeah. I think he would be good. Yeah. He needs to get his starts back. Yeah, what he happened? He always used to be a really good starter. Well, so that's what I was expecting to see him out front at least a little bit this season. Yeah. Like the TLD Honda days. Yep. But, I don't know. I mean, a solid way to finish. Oh, he rode great. Oh, yeah. yeah, he rode really well. Now, here's a question, though, if we're, if we're sticking on the Christian Craig topic. Sure. How do you think, or how much better do you think he's going to be on that Star Yamaha? 
I don't know, man. I think change is good. You can reset his the mindset. Cha- the change, I think, is good. And I think he's gonna, starts are going to be coming back. That's and I think good. he's going to carry some good momentum going in because of how outdoors went. All right. But does he beat Justin Cooper in Supergrass? Because <sighs> we know I think he stays off the ground. I think yeah. speed-wise, he's faster. Ground, man. I think speed-wise, he's faster than Yeah. Yeah. Now you put him on a starting Yamaha, he's going to get a start back. Yep. No matter what. Like you, you can be the a thing is staying, The thing is staying off the ground. That is literally the thing. So can he stay off the ground? So if he does stay off the ground, a little bit off topic, but that's what we do on the show, how does he How does he do in Supercross? I think he's... A, it depends on what coast he's on, too. I think he's a title contender. I think he's a title contender. He was a title contender this year, but he couldn't sell. I think yeah. he's a title contender if he's not on the same coast as Jet and Fortner. Okay, yeah. I think that if he's whatever coast those two aren't on, yeah. I think, because I didn't even think about this. Do they put Jet on the same coast as Horgan? Oh, for sure. I think Jet's going to I think this year's going to be a toss-up with everything. I think that, though, that if Jet gets the chance, I think if he finds out where Fortner's going, he's like, I want to be on the he same coast. It, I guarantee it. Really? I guarantee it. Wait, what did you just say? Who wants who? Jet wants, wants Fortner. Fortner. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I agree that if somehow Jet can figure out where Fortner's going. Mm-hmm. He's going to ask to be on that coast if he has that Here's my question. We all know this state of California here right now and how it's going. And we talked about this before yes. we got here about how we thought, well, maybe there's not going to be any races in California as far as Supercross goes. So they're just going to do one. How, no how are we going to split up coast here? No, I've heard that too. What if I mean, I'd love to see it all one. I mean, what are you going to have? <sighs> Dallas, Houston, well, St. Louis? Well, St. Louis was a West Coast round this I year. Mean, say, so what, what are you going to have, those three? The only thing I can think of is is that they're gonna take. You talked about the whole Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. They're just they're gonna have to do that with all whatever the West Coast rounds are. If we go to California, so okay, so Utah. If we go to Colorado, if Texas, if we go back to Phoenix. Yeah, but Utah, you can't race there till May. You can only run. You're only gonna be able to run one. I weekend. guess we're going to Phoenix a lot and racing in or Glendale. I guess Glendale, we're racing yeah. Glendale a lot. Yeah. Because well, we don't have a California. If Arizona's open. Because I hate to say this, but we're never going to have a full 250. It's never going to happen. You're never going to have both. There's always going to be coasts. Yeah, so. I don't know. I'm really interested to see. Supposedly in the next week or so we're in. Well, if we go to Texas, then I guess Texas is going to hold a lot of the rounds if we don't go to California. Yeah, well, Dallas and Houston, I've heard, are Because they're not, the not going to be able to. What are the, we're going to have six rounds there. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. Six rounds, and then wherever we finish off the rest of the season, you know. But, um,. I don't know, 2021 is going to be wild. Yeah. But, uh, back to the Paula thing. Does Chase win if AC doesn't go down? Because I don't think so. Uh, AC was looking a little sketchy. AC did admit that his hand was a little fucked up. Really? He doesn't want, he said, I don't want to make excuses, but my right hand was flaring up again to where I wasn't able to hang out. Like it's just that second moto or the whole day? The whole day. That that crash. And he said, I I probably, Chase probably would have beat me. I was going as hard as I could. I like his honesty, but I just, I don't know. I don't know either. I feel like AC, knowing that if Eli's not there and Zacho's not there, I feel like that he probably would have been able to manage that too. Unless Chase just kept going balls to the wall, which he probably would have. I mean, yeah, he's, he's got nothing he's, to lose. He's it right there, yeah. Yeah, I mean. What's he, what's he got to gain? 100 grand by winning? So, yeah, I mean, um, he's in. Last topic of discussion. Okay. I had this in my notes. Let's wrap it up. Okay, great. Go ahead. With the champ. Okay. Zach Osborne. Yep. Yep. Did did he look a little sketchy in that second moto to you? I think he looked sketchy in both motos. Man. I think like, so too. Like he had a lot of pressure on him. Like he had that championship pressure and was just. I don't know if it was that or it was just you guys or I don't know which one you said this about him being like burnt out. But like maybe, dude, I just, I think that at the end of the year, I think a lot of those guys' bodies were just done. 
this well, is I mean, he, he, they openly talked about, like, at Baker's Factory, they did three boot camps this year. Three? Yeah, because they did Supercross to start the season. That is way they did, too They many. did another Supercross when Supercross came back, and like then they did outdoors. another one for outdoors. So Coop said, fuck it. Yeah. I don't blame him. And I think that, uh, I hate to say this, but I think Marvin's D is worse than everybody thought. Marv's situation is weird. But I think his knee is worse than everybody thought. Well, yeah. I'm saying it. Well, yeah. I think the whole thing of him, he's, he's of Frankie, issues. I think of the whole thing of him, Frankie saying, "Oh yeah, he's fine, he's fine." I think that that knee is a lot he's, worse. He's than not fine. Saying. He's not no. fine at all because he progressively got like he was still good, but he progressively got worse yeah. as the season went on. Mm-hmm. Now, if he would have rode like he did that first moto Ironman, he probably would have been in this championship all the way to the end. But he progressively got worse, mm-hmm. and it was very obvious. Yeah. So I don't think he goes much beyond next year, to be really honest. Which is really yeah, kind of sad because I would have loved to see him at least get a title before mm-hmm. he retired in the 450 class because I think that he came so close so many times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, Zacho scared me more than normal. Both of those motos. Yeah, yeah there were so many times he that, definitely didn't look prime. I mean, even that section where uh, where everybody was turning that like right-handed single into a double when they were doubling in the left-hander, how many times like he completely skipped sideways going in the face a couple times, and then he shut it off and stopped doubling. He went swept the outside. Yeah, that joke yeah, was sketchy. And then there, it was funny. They had the camera on the pit board, and it said relax. Yeah. And then immediately that single right after he about goes right off the track. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I think that consciously he was like, he was burnt, dude. I, I know I have this championship wrapped up. Mm-hmm. I just need to get finished. I think there's a lot of guys that are going to take a couple weeks off here before they get into Supercross testing. So. Well, I think that's another thing. It's going to be very interesting to see what, or at least here, what people's programs are going into this season, mm-hmm. considering the fact that we only have a few weeks for them to take it easy. Yeah. I mean, you got to think a lot of these guys are going to start testing in what? The first week of November? Second oh, yeah. week of November? Oh, yeah. Boot camp starts, baby. Which I think... Kenny and Coop, and even Anderson to that point, they're going to be refreshed. They'll come out swinging, but I think you're going to see like a evening as we go through. This well, season. yeah, I mean, yeah, of course, you're always going to get to that point, but I think that it's a blessing in disguise that those three did not race the entire outdoor season. It's, I don't think it's a coincidence that Kenny did not ride outdoors. Well, I'd be, yeah, of course he did. He knows what the fuck he's doing. Mm-hmm. I think Anderson was really the only, like, I'm not saying that Coop lied, but I think that his injury and wasn't, wasn't had nothing to no. do with it. I think that Anderson was the only one that you could say legit, like his yeah. injury kept him out. Yep. Whereas the other two were like, well, Supercross. Yeah. You know, so. Yep. I don't know. I mean, but congrats to Zach Osborne and Dylan Ferrandez. Great year. You know, fucking did it in a hard year. Champs, baby. Last yeah, time that, Zach Osborne never going to win a championship. You know, you said he was never going to win one. And here well, we I won one. He did. Just, that's okay. Keep saying it's the last time. It's going to be the last time. going to continue Dude, to win. No, like, that's, that's awesome for him. He's done something that a, not a lot of guys have done in the sport, and yep. that is an East Coast, two Supercross titles, an Outdoor 250 title, and a 450 Moto title. Yep. There's only one crown jewel that's really hard to get. Well, you know what's funny about that is, is you say that the only few people have done that. Uh, oh, did you say two? Oh, yeah, he did it on both of the East Coast. Uh, Cooper Webb is the most recent person to do that. Did Cooper, he do an East and a West Coast? Well, Zach only won East. He did East twice? He did East okay. twice. But either way, though, to win two mm-hmm. Supercross championships, an outdoor championship on a 250, and then, so they just did, obviously did it the opposite. Obviously, Zach won outdoors, Coop won Supercross. Mm-hmm. But still, I mean, there's not a lot of guys that have done that right. either way. Right. So, um, yeah, no, congrats to him. Congrats to Dylan. Three championships. So here's the thing I heard that we'll we'll finish on here with 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 doubting your your predictions there, okay? So I will agree, and this is the theory I've heard, 
is that, okay, Zach doesn't have the straight-up speed to mm -hmm. beat Eli or Kenny on the days they're on, etc. Or Coop. But he is solid. So he hangs he around. He, always he gets his wins on certain nights. And all and of a sudden you get down to the too. end, he's right there. And we've all seen what Zach will do for a title. I wouldn't say he's not going to win one. I, I mean, I, I obviously really won't say yeah. it. He's not the favorite. But he's I think not the only problem favorite. With, I think the problem it's a possibility. Is, I'll give you that. I think the only problem with that, though, is, and, and the reason why I'll say that with AC is the same way, except it's, in the, it's a different reason for AC, is you don't always have to be the fastest guy. While Eli, it's hard because Eli's won the last three. But I'm talking as far as being there. Zacho, because we know how good a shape he's in, he can get away with winning winning this outdoor championship by bulldogging his way through, just being in better shape, willing to suffer. Whereas in Supercross, you kind of have to be the fastest guy to win all the time. I mean, Ryan, Anderson, Ryan Dungey. Dude, you're not, giving, you're, fast, you're not giving Dungey enough credit. I know we shit on Ryan Dungey There's a lot. The season where 2016, he fucking... Nobody fucking touched he, him. Nobody touched him. I will give you that. 2016 is the outline season of Dungey's career. But even he 20, was straight up the fastest But even 2010, guy. though, like, people talk about RV coming on. 2010 dude. was years before my day, so... 2010, know, like, like, Dun, like, even Dungey in 17... Is it 17 when he... Tomac won all those races. Yeah, Dun right. 17 so, was not the fastest. No, not but think about those first two rounds when Kenny was clearly the fastest guy. Oh, and yeah. Dungey got his ass beat in the first one. In the second one, he rode Kenny all the way to the last lap. And see, the thing is, is we know that Zacho is not like Dungey in the sense that when Zacho is not on, he's not going to podium. He's not going to podium like Dungey did when he's not on. No, That's but, what I'm saying. But, hear me out on this. We obviously saw this year, we have enough good guys now that we have a ton of parity in the class. How many different winners do we have? This year, four fifties. Yeah. Let's see. Anderson won. Zacho won. Tomac won. Sexton now won. Uh, Baggett won. Cooper won. Cooper won. AC won. AC. Funny, back to what we were talking about. What were you saying? So anyway, so you have all we have rattled off seven dudes, and I don't know, maybe we have possibility of ten of one this year, right? Yeah. So you have all that, but if he manages to finish top five every single race, mm -hmm. win a few, I mean. He's right in that title hunt. I'm not saying that he cannot be in the title hunt because I even said I'm pretty we sure. We can pull one out, baby. I'm even pretty sure that I said when we did the Supercross preview show for this year, I said that I thought he would podium. He'd be top three in points because of he just bulldogs his I have to go back to watch that, but trust me, I'm going to watch go that back and watch before, it we, before go, we do that. Yeah, go back and watch it because I'm pretty sure I even said I thought he would get third in the points for 2020, or 2020 Supercross. Yes. So, and I even said he would get top three in points this year for outdoors. So it's not. I think it was like three years ago, four years ago. I don't know. It's cold as fuck, but him, Tom, and who else? No, that, that it was the very first year that I lost the bet first, and uh -huh. I rode cold as balls in my underwear. It's on YouTube, by the way. Type in Bucks Motocross Track. <laughs> <laughs>